welcome to Nothing Ever Happens in Canada, but we know this is simply not true. This is a Canadian podcast about the myths, legends, and just good old stories Canada has to tell. I'm Canadian Girl. I'm so happy to have you here so we can discover so much more about what's really going on in our skies, waters, and fields. Our adventure takes us over the biggest great lake of them all, Lake Superior, where we'll meet First Lieutenant Felix Monkla Jr., who was the pilot of a U.S. Air Force F-89 Scorpion fighter jet, who was flying over Canadian waters with Second Lieutenant R. Wilson when the pair suddenly disappeared after coming into contact with an unknown object seen on the radar. Join me as we go searching for answers about what really happened over Lake Superior that fateful night. Let me introduce you to our pilot before we take off. Born Felix Eugene Monkla Jr., October 21, 1926, in Louisiana. He would affectionately be called Gene by those who knew him well. His father, Felix Sr., was a high school science teacher, and his mother, Yvonne, was a seamstress. He also had two older sisters. Felix Jr. would join the Army and, after just one year, would move over to the Air Force. He was a pilot and a very good one. So when he and his crew member on board mysteriously disappeared on that November night over Lake Superior, it left a lot of people asking many questions. Our story takes us to Monday evening on November 23, 1953. Shortly after leaving from Kin Ross Air Force Base that can be found in Upper Michigan, this incident is sometimes referred to as the Kin Ross Incident. An unknown object is spotted on the radar. First Lieutenant Monkla and Second Lieutenant Wilson were ordered to engage in an Air Force intercepting act, which basically meant maintaining eyes on the objects. Monkla himself was not able to keep his eyes on the radar at the time as they tracked the object. Second Lieutenant Wilson was in the rear seat as the radar operator. He, along with ground radar officers in Sault Ste. Marie, tracked the object over the Canadian border near the Sioux Locks. Every time First Lieutenant Monkla would get closer to the unknown object, it would quickly change course. The chase was said to be easily over 500 miles per hour or 805 kilometers per hour. Second Lieutenant Wilson was even having trouble tracking the unknown object. Thankfully, ground control was able to keep an eye on it. After a half-hour chase, the F-89 Scorpion fighter jet was able to catch up to the unknown object. They were both racing over Lake Superior across Whitefish Bay on the Canadian side of the border, moving at high rates of speeds. Ground control would watch on the radar as the two dots on the radar screen got closer and closer. First Lieutenant Monkla would send out his last radio transmission. I'm going in for a closer look. The dots would become so close on the radar screen they were almost one. Then in the blink of an eye, there was only one dot. Had the F-89 fighter jet flown above the unknown craft? Or possibly below it? 
What was clear as the ground radar crew watched the monitor, it became very clear there was now only one dot. What had happened to the fighter jet? Radio calls were sent out and none were returned. Had First Lieutenant Monkla crashed into the object? That's what everyone began to believe. Quickly search and rescue units were sent out by water and air. No sign of the plane or the two crew members were seen anywhere. They had all simply vanished. Rumors would quickly spread that an aircraft from Kinross Base had been hit by a UFO over Lake Superior. In a hurry to cover up the situation, the Air Force would at first claim the object was a Canadian DC-3 plane. Then they said it was a Royal Canadian aircraft jet. Canadian officials would deny both claims. They even stated that no Canadian aircrafts were in the area at the time of the sighting. They then would claim the F-89 Scorpion had exploded, but no one believed this statement, as no debris was ever found or even an oil slick in the water on the night of the search. The official statement from the Air Force Flying Safety Division was that the pilot, Felix Munkla Jr., probably suffered from vertigo and crashed into the lake. The plane was officially listed as an accident. Radar operators in the room that night of the incident would claim off-record to numerous sources that they strongly believed the F-89 Scorpion disappeared due to its encounter with the unknown object on the screen that night. They also claim it was not a plane. The movements the object made on the radar monitor that night were like nothing any of them had ever seen before. Even Monkla Jr.'s own brother claims his last words prove it was something strange when he said he was going in to take a closer look at the object, because he didn't know what it was. If it was another plane, his brother claims, he would not have needed to go and take a closer look. The F-89 Scorpion and crew were last known to be 70 miles or 112 kilometers northwest of the Sioux Locks, flying at about 8,000 feet and at a speed of 160 miles per hour or 257 kilometers per hour. Side note, this is the same location that the very haunted Flying Dutchman is known to haunt from our bonus spooky episode about the ghost ships of the Great Lakes on the main channel. The area around the Sioux Locks has been searched many times, and still the wreck of the F-89 Scorpion has never been found. A rail crew on the Canadian side of the lake along the Algoma Central Railway would report hearing a crash or an explosion the same night the aircraft and the crew disappeared over Lake Superior. There were even reports of the claim in local papers at the time. Another strange claim was made about First Lieutenant Monkla's voice being overheard on a radio eight hours after the Air Force had claimed he had already disappeared. He has that very distinct southern accent that I mentioned earlier, which made those who claimed to have heard it, that's how they knew it was him. In late October 1968, 15 years later, aircraft debris would wash up in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, off the banks of Lake Superior. They could not be proven to be First Lieutenant Moncla's aircraft. And of course, reports are conflicting of what pieces were found, where they are now, and if they're still around at all. 
Claims were made in 2006 that the wreck had been found. In fact, it all turned out to be a hoax. First Lieutenant Felix Eugene Munkla Jr. and Second Lieutenant R. Wilson, along with the F-89 Scorpion fighter jet, they were flying, all became another one of the Great Lakes' many well-kept secrets. over Lake Superior that Monday night, back in 1953. What do you think? This one is a big mystery for sure. Was it a UFO? Was it another plane? Where did the radio communication from Lieutenant Monclaud Jr. come from, if it was in fact him? Another world? Was he still flying, somewhere, eight hours later? Did a portal of some sort open, meant for the UFO, but somehow, the scorpion managed to get through first. Many people found it strange as well that the men never received a memorial from the Air Force of any kind. They were Air Force men assumed to be killed in the line of duty. Was it a UFO at all, or maybe a government experiment to see if they could make something disappear? These are just some of the many theories out there. A couple interesting things I did find was that Lieutenant Monkla left his wallet behind before taking off on that flight. This is something that pilots do when they think they may not return. Usually the aircrafts are sent out in pairs when performing an Air Force intercepting mission. But Lieutenant Monkla Jr.'s other F-89 aircraft he was to fly with that night turned back due to a problem. It said Monkla Jr. made the choice to take off without his partner on his own. Thank you so much for coming along on this adventure. It was a mysterious one for sure. And like I always say, be careful around that water out there. You never know what's lurking around in it. I'm Canadian Girl. Until next time. This podcast is a part of Straight Up Strange Productions. Discover more shows like this one at straightupstrange.com.